Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Welcome to Help Me Be Me. I'm your host, Sarah Mae Bates. I'm a writer, director, mom, and a breakup coach with an MAMFT. And this podcast is kind of like a personal relationship in that I talk to you like you're my friend. I provide tools to help you feel more grounded, empowered, inspired, and most of all, help you see yourself. This is aimed at creating more harmony and happiness in the relationship you have with you so you can better guide your life and also be better to those you love. Take what helps and leave the rest. This is not a diagnosis for treatment. If you're really struggling, call your local emergency services. Hi, everyone. Apologies for my nasally voice. I am getting over the stomach flu. And this is a, a new episode for the year of 2024. This is about taking a personal inventory and it's a reflection episode. It's for really curating, I guess, presence, but also focusing on the positive change that you want to make in your life and becoming clear on that. We have all made one large loop around the sun together and now is a time for us to take stock and celebrate what we have accomplished, as well as reset with a clear, fresh slate anew. And before I go into this episode, I just wanted to ask you to ponder briefly, what would you like to change? And what would you like to let go of? And what would you like to invite forth as you move through the year? Just setting those in your in your brew to mix around. Don't You don't need to answer those immediately. Um, My wish for you would be that you bring lots of love into your life and you make that a priority just because love is really what allows us to enjoy our lives and I think the more we can be kind to those around us, the better we feel and life doesn't have to be painful. I think that part is something that gets added when we have resistance to things. It's like once we lose that resistance or we shed that energy things get a lot easier simpler 
more enjoyable. I would like to share one simple and subtle goal for us to all share together. And I don't, I don't want this to land in a hurtful, weird way, but just to be better than we have been thus far in, in any single direction, just to be focused and subtle in one area of our lives. Just, I'm going to be better in, in this part. And for us to all be more kind and gentle and loving toward others and ourselves. So these can be small, super simple, delicate intentions to internalize. And with that goal, that energy embodied in us, it's like all of our new beginnings, all of the things we want, all of our goals become easier. Like the achievements come a bit faster when we have that intention of being kind, gentle, loving. And lastly, this is another wish I have for you this year. To li- to be able to live in it and enjoy it as a person who is like a thousand percent authentic. You know, this, this is the stuff of it. All of the day-to-day, you know, making breakfast, folding laundry, watching the cloud formations move across the sky. That's... That is life. That is the stuff of life. And I think we're so primed to be searching for stuff, to be chasing something, to be gathering new things, to be like writing a list and buying the stuff and changing the outfit or the rearranging all the, whatever it is. It's like all of that stuff can become so, such a big preoccupation that we forget to actually just sit back and, and enjoy our moments. It's like, what are you looking for on your phone? Do you even know? I don't know half the time. It's like we're being swept into the code that occupies every moment of the day. It's like, there's something I should be caring about. There's something I should be checking. Maybe there's nothing. Maybe it's all just a game we got sucked into. Maybe the ordinary moments are relaxing and lovely and we are allowed to just enjoy that silence instead. So with that, this episode is full of journal prompts and reflection tools. And um, before I go into all of the tools, I just wanted to ask this very weird, but I think relevant question for you to tune in and ask, what season am I in? Like energy wise, Are you in like a winter stage where you're hibernating still, your body's still kind of collecting energy and restoring, readying for growth? Or are you in a state of spring and sprouting and wanting to dive into things? Or are you in kind of a a fall stage where you're kind of shedding things, you're starting to kind of pare back? Just take note. I just want you, wherever you are, I just want you to notice it and respect that cycle. And don't judge it. Just be aware of it. And and be aware of it as you move through this month and the next. I think for a lot of us, we would never know where we are or how exhausted we are until something like forces us to know that, like we get sick or we are always constantly muscling our way to be at that optimal, you know, I'm in the productive spring stage. Yeah, yeah, always. And it's like sometimes we have to really just be exactly where we are 
because they're all necessary platforms for us to be the most um, amazing and glowing and magical. We just need to have all parts though. So with that, um, I'm going to have some journal prompts. If you have your journal, please grab it. And before I go into these tools, first a brief word from our sponsors. Here we go, the tools. The first tool is called digestion. It's the, it's, these are all journal prompts. And um, if you don't have a journal to do that in, I just invite you to think about them in your mind's eye. So the first prompt is to write a highlights list of your last year. Uh, this is really just a list of all of the favorite moments of 2023, things that you probably didn't think were possible. I'm going to say five years ago, three years ago. And when you write this list, there'll probably be a lot more than you think there will be. Um, I just want you to notice that this list is proof that scarcity or whatever energetic limitations we set on ourselves are very much hallucinations. Like we live those in a moment and we feel them, but we just have to push through them just like you're pushing something through the birth canal. Like it's, you just push through that energy and push through that restriction. And then you have, you have those things occur for real. You get those wins in your life. All right. The next prompt, list the greatest learnings and growth spurts of the year. Like what were the biggest, uh, holy fucking shit, I'm terrified, but I did it anyway kind of moments. Next, I want you to list the greatest insights that you are taking away. Like any lightning bolt moments you had where you were like, oh, fuck, I totally thought I was wrong. I love those moments. It's like you get to see like yourself coming out of the, the mirror world. You're like, what? I thought I was here, but I'm actually here. It's so cool. All right, next prompt. One trophy you are giving yourself. A great accomplishment accomplishment for you. I'm going to call this the fuck yeah trophy. And what what is this trophy for? Next prompt, one emotional milestone, like a little gem. I'm going to say it's like an orange gem that you can hold on to and replay from the year. Like what was the the gooey, wonderful, amazing day you had? For me, that was my anniversary. And then um, one next prompt, what is one thing for you to work on that others in your life have told you about? And this might bring up some weird feelings. I just want you to take note of it. See what it peaks in you. And if it doesn't ring true, if it feels like somebody's just being a hater, if it's not resonating, don't force it. It's just like trying on those things for size, I think, can be really helpful exercises. Next prompt, what is one habit or way of being that really requires a shift? Like a shift needs to start to take place. Like for example, is there a goal that you have with any conditioned behavior that is working against it? Like for example, if it's weight, you know, I want to lose weight, but I have, I drink three drinks every night. And when I do that, I snack. That's like a... 
a habit that or a way of being that just we just started to have to like jiggle you know the truck that's stuck in the mud you're starting to jiggle it that's what we're doing right now um another one like if you have a default kind of soothing practice of like shop idle shopping on amazon that's like there's a hole in your boat there's just like trickling money leaving you those are just two examples all right next prompt what chapters of your life are over that you might want to just mourn and pay homage to? Like what have we moved through? Maybe it's something that you loved. Maybe it's something that was great and so rich and wonderful and you're like, ah, now that's over. I'm kind of sad. But just kind of uh, spend some time thinking about how it was to move through it, just really marking it. And know that when something is over, even if it's wonderful, it's opening up space for something new and rich and great and next. So something is being built upon that. So that's a, an opportunity. Next prompt. What am I feeling as of late that is not serving me? And what story can I rewrite in that area to be one that's more empowering? And I don't mean like past tense, like, the thing that happened. I mean, future meaning that you are drawing from something. For example, um, if you have a story you're telling about your relationship that is not helping, like, oh, everything's fucked, or all we do is complain, is, that is a, that's a decision to stay the same. It's not helping future. It's actually conditioning future. Another one, I am old now. My body's slowing down. Like that's telling you how to be in the future. I'm throwing those out. Those might be the opposite of negative for you. So ignore them if they are. All right, next prompt. What are your feelings and perspectives right now in this moment about life, about where you are? And I ask that just so you can let that exist and remind yourself let this be for just this moment right now. Like we can have feelings that are totally different tomorrow and they will be different tomorrow. And that is the nature of feelings. Do not attach to them or decide to live in them for longer than now. That's all there is. And those are my prompts. That's the first tool. All right, the next tool I'm calling the stoop cleaning list. This is an annoying one. I want you to do it. What appointment do you need to book? You, you probably have something that's coming to mind. I, I don't want you to delay. Your health is everything. If you have a question mark looming, seek out the answer. Don't think about it. Just book it. And if it's safe for you, I invite you to pull over. And uh, if you're in the car, do it right now in this very moment. Just book the thing. Even if it's, especially if it's something you really don't want to do. It's like, just get, get that thing out of the fucking way. All right. Next tool is called the burning bowl. This one's a shout out to Pam Grout. Um, I think she had this in her last newsletter or a mention of it. So a burning bowl ceremony is where we put things inside of a bowl and burn them because we are moving past them. And I want you to do the same exact thing. Maybe a metaphorical burning bowl or maybe a literal one. But I want you to think about what at least two things. 
two things that have really stuck with you, especially in this past year, that do not have a constructive or positive place in your life. Maybe it's a belief, maybe it's an experience, maybe it's a perception of yourself, a perception of your future. And whatever they are, write them on two small pieces of paper and put them in that bowl and then burn them. And yes, choose a fireproof bowl. Um, and and as you do this, rituals have incredible power. I've, they, they are powerful in our psyche and they are powerful in other magical weird ways. So when you do this, I, I invite you to also say aloud, I release you or I give up your power. We are the ones who kind of retain and harbor limits. Like we decide what we are capable of and those beliefs are fictional. Like we think they're real, but they are, are fictional. They're expectations based on the past. Anything is possible at all times. I believe that 100%. So that's the sec- this second tool. All right, my next tool is a shout out to Kendall tool. So it's a Kendall tool from Peloton, if you guys are Peloton fans. Uh, this is a, a simple iPhone list. What's in? what's out. Um, I, I think it's a nice concise way to do this type of thing. A simple list of things we did that were great last year that we want to retain. That's the in list. But more importantly, uh, the out list. Like what are we, what do we know we have a problem with that we want to challenge and take accountability on? And I feel like a lot of these will have something to do with somebody else in our lives. For me, if this is helpful at all, some of my ins are commitment and dedication to health, my bar for my own output and excellence, um, my dedication to consistency of character and how I deliver myself to the world, my eyeline, meaning I've been looking beyond what I can see for what is not yet real, and that is something that is definitely projected me farther. Um, my practice of third person self-examination, those are like in moments when I feel like I'm not seeing how I have a role in something. I can step back and look at myself as a stranger and seeing how I've been guided by old trauma. My outlist, the outlist I think is more powerful because these are really calling our old limiting beliefs of judgment that are no longer serving you or having a helpful place in your life. Or they can be literal things. Like I think on Kendall's list was like fast fast fashion. (laughs) Things like that are important too. Either way, I invite you to do this exercise. Write your ins for this year, outs from last year. And this is about just taking ownership of past wounds that we are living and making them those things active in our hands to work with. Cool. All right. And the next tool is called a portrait of antiquity. I want you to, this is a fun one if you're a creative person. Um, and I'm sure you are because everyone is. I want you to think of a person in history, anyone at any time, but someone from a long time ago. And I want you to think about like just them in their everyday life, like the routine that they are living through, waking up in the morning, What did they have to do, you know, 
to that to make food or to like wash clothes or just really visit this person throughout your day throughout your week in your mind's eye and I would say this is kind of like a meditation of sorts just to live physically psychically alongside them in your space and now in my mind's eye I'm going to this other person like what do they have to do what are they doing right now what would they be doing in this time of the day and really as we start to be in their life in their present moment and notice what are they accomplishing probably not a lot by your standards but it is plenty to achieve that is plenty it is amazing that is a life well lived the reason for this exercise and this sensing into something like this is for us to just recognize to move through life in an ordinary measured pace is in itself a successful life and I think what we have done is we've added this layer of analysis into our lives and worth and what they mean and if they're good enough that is so meta it's like it's so it's such bullshit and it's such a waste of fucking time it's like we're constantly analyzing and I don't know, thinking about what it looks like instead of just allowing it to exist and to be great. So based on talking about the life and filling it with the right stuff, I think that's like really just a disservice to the quality of our time and our focus and our energy and our enjoyment of just simple things like sun. So in in celebration of just walking through this life and washing the laundry on the stone and singing a song or kneading the dough, I invite you to visit this random ancient stranger and witness them living as a regular person. And don't forget the stuff of it. We're, we're so primed to be just busy and occupied by something else, by someone else's code. All right, the next tool, everything is a fork. What direction do you choose? You got to choose one. This is like an oversimplified metaphor, but I think it's helpful because if we're not choosing one thing, we are ultimately choosing a wrong thing. I know that's kind of like, wait, what? So this is a gentle mantra if it helps you. It's kind of an anti-lean-in mantra. I feel like we are constantly pulled in different directions and we are constantly multitasking. We are constantly compromising something to do multiple things. And I want to, I want you to just step, step back from that and ask, what is true for you? How can you find meaning in the place that you are emotionally being pulled toward? Like the energy the energy you feel in something that is pulling you will tell you the truth. And we can't do it all well. So if you were to do one overarching theme in your life well and make that ring loudly and clear as a bell, like what is that tone? What is that song? What is the priority for you? For me, it's balance, like personal balance in my temple of self but it's also quality time with my family always that's like the top of the totem so if you're going to do one thing really really well what is the thing 
and make sure you you constantly stay aware of that. I think a lot of the time we're trying to be like, I'm going to fucking do all the things. I'm going to do it so good. And then we're really just, we don't realize that we're compromising all of the things in that act. So just keep that in the back of your head. Like, no, I'm actually, no, I am winning because that's the thing I care about the most. If you think about it, like, I don't know if you've seen Oppenheimer. It's very clear with that guy, <laughs> what the direction he chose is. He's like, I'm a physicist. Yep, that's my that's my thing. Um, okay, cool. Next tool is called a reminder of the power of non-reactivity. This is just, I think, the most powerful thing we can do throughout our day in all interactions, in all relationships, especially difficult ones. It doesn't have to be mean to be non-reactive. It doesn't have to be cold. It doesn't have to be a judgment against ourselves. It doesn't have to be swallowing shit. It doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to mean anything other than this little experiment of taking our expectations out of the equation. So what I mean by that is I recently saw a kid that was throwing a tantrum and the mom was responding to the kid with just complete blank everything, non-reaction. And it struck me, I'm like, oh, that's really powerful because it's giving the tantrum no connective point. There's nothing to bounce against. It's just like it's killing that energy because it just it has to kind of like burn out on its own. And that's like a an extreme reaction. I mean, a extreme example because it's like a tiny child. But the same goes for all interactions we have in all relationships. When we take ourselves and our bounce board out of it, it just allows you to see that thing on its own. So at any point in time, if you're struggling with like conflict or struggling with a relationship, you're struggling with somebody who can poke you in the right spot or trigger you in specific ways, just think about that mom with the bored face, the blank, everything, and just see if you can resume that energy and witness. If you take yourself out of it, that thing has to exist unto itself. It has nowhere to go. It's just super weird and powerful. You break up chain reactions instantly. It's nuts. All right, next tool is called My Life is Perfect Moments. This is a little like I'm giving you a little monocle to wear over your eye. And I want you to try this throughout your day. Just change the lens on the moments you live in your life now and see those ordinary moments as perfect unto themselves. Like we get to have these. Even if you're not, you know, even if you're sick and you're exhausted or the moment itself is not technically fun, I want you to time warp to a moment far in the future when you would wish to return to here right now and visit this very perfect, pristine moment. It's like you can see all moments as these special little gems if you look at it in that context of like, Oh, one day I will miss this. One day I will see this as special. Okay, the next tool. You two are a child. One thing I wanted to render in your mind is a child will do things 
I have two very young children. <laughs> I don't know if you could guess that by all of these tools. One thing a child will do is, you know, hit their sibling or steal the candy when you said don't steal the candy or break the thing. I told you not to touch that. I just told you not to touch that. I, I didn't mean to do it. And then they do it again. And then they break the thing. And they do that a hundred times a day. And that's okay. We forget it a second later and we move on, as does the child. And you deserve the same. If you mess up and you get upset or you say the wrong thing, you do something you're not proud of, whatever response you're going to have, whatever thing you do, yeah, you did it. Now move on. Why would you waste your time retelling the story of the silly random thing that happened? Because we are already doing so many new things. It's such a weird adult pain masturbation thing to do to be like replaying things. It doesn't serve any helpful purpose. And we, it's like we created this weird, you know, penance self-punishment habit. It's such a fucking waste of time though. It's like, why would, would we ever do that with a child? Be like, you remember that thing you did an hour ago? Wasn't that so bad? Let's think about that. That thing sucked. No, we would never do that because it's such a, it's like what, we've already moved on to like 8,000 new lifetimes in a day. So never forget that too. Like you're, don't dwell on that stuff. Move on. You're just dwelling for the sake of masturbating in pain. And those are my tools. <laughs> um, before I close, I want to thank my latest sponsors. This is a sponsor from a while back, and I forgot to thank you, Grayling. Thank you so very much for your support. Um, anyone else who has the means, donations really help out the show. If you don't have the means, I totally get it. If you could share it with someone, it could help. That helps me as well. In closing, uh, if you are struggling for to find personal insight on something, or you want an answer in your life, or you're looking for meaning around something. Um, I wanted to throw out this idea of waiting in a state of openness and trust, because I do feel that we kind of, there are windows of time where we get bursts of downloads if we sit in open receptivity, but it requires that we step back from the solving it and we we sit in a non-muscling kind of state, like non-struggle, and we just kind of remain open. And in your body, just imagine that feeling of trust and knowing that will come. So if we can step back and just feel that, I want you to imagine what that feeling is like right now. Like what is trust and knowing feel like in my body? Is it in your shoulders? Is it in your belly? It's this kind of like open and ready state. That's all we have to do is just stay in that and, and let go and step aside from the thinking about it. And this is really just a, a way of allowing your insights to speak to you and noticing like when they speak to you. I often get mine at night before bed. It's like there are certain times when you're your brain's not as active and chattery, I think, that it's easier to receive. But either way, be ready. Also, don't muscle it and know that it will arrive. And um, I wanted to invite you at the end of this episode to just 
Be grateful for what you have by sending someone that you know in your life who is suffering, who who needs love. In your mind's eye, send them love. And for a moment, feel just that bliss of loving somebody. Send them love. I send you my love and happy new year. And don't forget to smile. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.